0: Good afternoon good evening and good morning i hope you guys are having a wonderful day today it is that time again for flint chat with johnny flint and i'm your host johnny flint now today's episode we're gonna be talking about some exciting news that has been dropped by this entire week and my god have we got some good news coming from comics especially TV shows and even movies now one of the best things that has come out is talking about Deceased Book 3 and now I know we've talked about this show before but the one thing that has changed is we actually have a name now this book is going to be called Deceased War of the Undead Gods and it's going to take off where they left off talking about dark finally becoming a player and infecting some of the new gods and with this coming about we're actually going to be introduced to some new characters to the series that we have not seen before some of them being lobo guy gardner john stewart brainiac Sinestro and probably many more and this should be interesting because we're now going to see what these characters were up to when everything was going down and what's going to happen now that the new gods are now infected and this is going to be dangerous because all the new gods are extremely powerful and that includes High Father. So if any of you guys know the new gods, you know that's a big deal. Because he is almost as powerful as Darkseid. Now, coming off of this, I don't know if they're infected with the same virus. If they are, that's great. The heroes have a cure. If it's mutated, they're screwed. Because it took a lot for them to figure out how to solve this one. If it's mutated, that's going to be a lot of number crunching. But anyway, in their preview, they showed Kara, Supergirl, trying to run from Orin and some of the new gods, only to be infected. So not only do we have another infected Kryptonian, they're going to set their sights on other alien worlds. Now, it's going to be very interesting to see where this story goes, because originally, all we had to go on when it came to the DC Universe was how this was affecting Earth. If this virus has spread out to other worlds, then by all means, this is going to make for an interesting ride. Because different worlds, different alien races, getting involved, maybe because it's mutated, because it's no longer with humans. It's just a varied possibilities. And we have to remember one thing. This is going to be the last book, book three with Tom Taylor, One of my favorite comic book writers. And like I said, it's going to be interesting how everything will fit in. How Lobo will fit in. How some of the other characters like villains like Brainiac and Sinestro. I'm personally excited to see Jon Stewart. He's actually my favorite Green Lantern. And like I said, it's going to be interesting. And the epic thing about this, it's going to be eight issues. So, this is going to be one heck of a long book. And I hope it's long. Don't care if it's 300 pages. Don't care if it's 400 pages. I have very much enjoyed all of the issues of Deceased. And looking forward to see where this all leads. Because who knows? Maybe this will connect to something. Or it will all end peacefully. Or everyone's dead. But it's going to end. No one is safe. No one will... Be like, oh, yeah, Superboy's going to live. Oh, Damien is going to live. Nope. When it all comes down and cards on the table, we won't know who lives and who dies. They killed off Batman in the first issue. Who else are they going to kill off, even with the cure? Because the cure does not cure death. Only the virus. Anyway, we're going to be moving on to talking about Dragon Ball Super with the recent manga. Now, in the recent manga, it is showing part two or round two of the fight between Vegeta and Goku versus Gas. Now, this is, of course, after Goku gave the slip to Gas, after Gas made a wish on the two Dragon Balls. Different set of Dragon Balls. They're on a different planet. So it's this one is 2 instead of 7. Where he declares or w- and wishes that he is the strongest fighter in the universe. So he is stronger than Goku and Vegeta. And now with round 2, they're not holding back. Goku's going Ultra Instinct. Vegeta's going Ultra Ego. And they're still not enough to fight against Gas. Even Vegeta used Destruction Energy... And Gas was still able to push it off. Now they're still able to hurt him. But to defeat him. I don't know. They may need help. I'm not going to spoil anything. For anyone who hasn't been keeping up with it. But it's going to be interesting. Because with Gas being the strongest. And wishing the strongest. There's a caveat. They're going to use his own life force. So the more power he uses the more quicker he is to death. And, a little background, this is actually the first time they've had a little prelude to where Goku now realizes who his father was, Bardock, and the history he has with the planet. Again, not going to spoil much, because this is a series that anyone should follow, and I am more than looking forward to see how they animate this when it comes to anime because they have gone really far with the manga before it was the manga catching up with this series and now it's reversed the manga's ahead they got a few arcs and I'm very much looking forward to see where they go with it because honestly it has been about five years since the anime ended and it'd be great to see everything animated again just my personal opinion Anyway, we're going to be talking about DC again with the Flash run. Now, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but it has been nice to see Wally West team up with Wally West. Yes, both Kid Flashes in their new comic book. It has been actually very entertaining. The dynamic between The Flash, since Wally West has taken the mantle from Barry Allen, and the Kid Flash is going great. It is rare for both of them to be in a comic book series because with all the Flash comics, you had so many people in on it and honestly, it felt a little gurgitated, bloated. And with this now, with two flashes, both of them teaming up, it is nice to see that Wally is trying to improve where Barry failed, especially when it came to the new Kid Flash. But anyway, besides that, that's pretty much it for the comic book section. If you guys have any comics that you're looking forward to, please go and support your look at local comic book shops. Now, since we're done with the comic book section, let's move on to the TV show section. And my goodness, we have a lot of things to talk about. Anyway, to start us off, Marvel has struck a deal with, I'm guessing, the family of Stanley to use his likeness and voice in any upcoming projects, which would include TV shows, amusement parks, movies, and. This actually might mean we may see other Stan Lee cameos, which would be amazing since the last time we saw one was in Endgame. And it'd be the first one since 2019 that we get to see Stan Lee again. And it'd be really great to see him because he definitely touched a lot of lives with the various characters he actually created. Heck, it was fun seeing him as a Where's Waldo type thing in any of the movies. And to see his legacy continue in anything Marvel would be awesome. Honestly, a little cameo or anything with Stanley and Jack Kirby, because we have the technology to do it, would be kind of awesome. And again, it'd be nice to see him in any of the new shows cuz it has been missing that little thing with Stanley popping up. Would have been great for him to pop up in uh Multiverse, but again, I'll take what I can get and more Stanley cameos is nothing wrong with that. Anyway, we're going to be also talking about Uh, The Umbrella Academy. If you guys have not checked that out, it is one of the very few Netflix series that I actually keep up with because it's one of the few that hasn't been canceled by Netflix. And I'm hoping this isn't the last uh, season of the series because it is a fun series. Now, the trailer being released, and it looked very awesome and spectacular the plots of where we left off with the new sparrow academy since they created a paradox after messing with their own timeline by talking with their father in the past now they have new kids new powers except one of them is the brother that died in their own timeline and it seems that the monkey is back Five is a little bit lighthearted which is fun because he's honestly one of my favorite characters and I hope the actor gets to move on to different projects and become successful but I'm very much looking forward to this they have a few days before this paradox destroys everything and anything and now they got to move on and fix everything in their most dynamically blasted way and it should be fun I personally enjoyed the first two seasons, very fun, very crazy, and just a little splash of insanity. Again, if you have not checked it out, would recommend. Anyway, talking about cancellations, we cannot move forward until we talk about the slew of cancellations that the CW has been doing. Oh my god, it's like someone took a mince-meated... Meat to the butcher and had him destroy it. Honestly, Riverdale, Naomi, I mean, no one really cared about Naomi. Legacies, Legends of Tomorrow, Batwoman Charmed, and that's just the frosting. I mean, with everything, they're canceling. It makes you think what is going on in the CW. Now, I get that there has been rumors about the reasons on the why. And one of them is basically talking about the sale or potential sale that Warner Brothers is doing with the CW. Now, this would make sense because a lot of the properties or a lot of the shows they're selling are Warner Brothers properties. And if they were to sell the CW, it would make no sense for them to continue having everything done by the CW. Then again, they just approved a new Gotham Night show. So, honestly, I personally have no idea what's going on. I know they mentioned that they wanted everything under one umbrella like Disney. So, no idea what's going on. They're probably going to be getting cheaper shows because a lot of these shows like... uh, No, not Riverdale. Yeah, actually Riverdale. They've been going on for seven years. Terrible writing. No decent plot. And, of course, Legends of Tomorrow, seven years. So, more paychecks for the actors And it's less money they have to spend, and they're going to be taking a look at a bunch of other shows. And I really hope they come up with some quality shows over quantity, because that's what it feels like. They're just throwing shows, hoping it sticks, and then bam. I mean, honestly, I didn't really watch the CW since Supernatural ended, and I'm most likely not going to even after. But if HBO, or Warner Brothers for that matter, decides to sell the CW, it's going to be interesting to see... Who buys it? Because the CW has had a lot of shows in the past. A lot of them very successful. One of them being Smallville. The Arrow. Flash. We uh, Honestly, we don't even know if the Flash is going to be coming out with season 10. With the rumor of them ending at season 9. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds for the CW. Talking about endings, if none of you have checked out The Owl House, it is going to be ending with season three, sadly, but it is amazing and I'm glad that it's becoming such a success. I don't know how this season will end. I'm not going to spoil anything because honestly, it would do the show injustice. I would just say it's about a girl who ends up in another realm. She's trapped there. And she is in a realm of magic. A lot of the characters are goofy. It talks about really hard-hitting stuff. And it's just fun. The characters are just so addicting. And waiting for new episodes to drop on Disney Plus is super hard. Even though I do like that they drop a bulk of them. But I still have to wait. And with Season 3 only being 3-4 to episodes but 45 minutes does the show such an injustice. But anyway, who knows? I'm just hoping maybe Disney will wake up and renew this show for another season or give it another couple seasons. Because I'll say this, out of all the shows that Disney has produced, their animated shows have been on point. Speaking of which, we're going to be talking about another one that is just ended with season three, which is Amphibia. Amphibia has ended after three long years, and it is an amazing series. You can probably binge watch it depending on when you're watching this show, but if you're watching it, Uh, anywhere in the month of may you may have to wait until june or july before they finish off putting the series on disney plus but it is a fun series you have brenda wong another person thrown into a realm where frogs are humanoid and it's so much fun especially season three a lot of great voice actors are in this show and we'll definitely check it out Anyway, speaking of Disney Plus, they have just released the new trailer for a new Disney Plus show. And yes, it is Marvel. I am talking about She-Hulk. Now, the new She-Hulk trailer has been interesting, to say the least. Now, a lot of people will be speculating on how this series will go. Will it follow the comics? Will it follow something different, like the Netflix series? And from the trailer, it very much looks like it's going to be following the comics, following Jennifer Walters, who is Bruce Banner's cousin. How she'll get her powers? I don't know. Maybe they'll follow the comic book route where she gets into a car crash. He's there. He gives her a blood transfusion. And the only way to stop her from dying is to give her his blood. And again, who knows? Maybe they'll go that route. Maybe they'll go another route. But honestly, I hope they go the comic book route or look at some of her comic books, especially the good ones, especially not this new Avengers run. God, that was an awful version of She-Hulk. But honestly, She-Hulk is one of the best characters and she is definitely funny. One of my favorite comic book stories with her is with Spider-Man, where she helps Spider-Man sue J. Jonah Jameson. Very funny. Would recommend. Anyway, going back to the TV series. Honestly, I am looking forward to the show, but I really, really hope they work on the CGI for She-Hulk because she does not look that good. I'm hoping it's okay because it's a series... But they have the money for the series. But again, I'm really hoping they improve on the CGI. Because the other CGI's don't look bad. Abomination really doesn't look bad. And he looks even better and more accurate to his comic book variant. And when it came to the Hulk, his is fantastic. His CGI is on point. But then again, they've had time and different models to work with and She-Hulk is something new. So again, I'm really hoping they improve on the CGI, but with this, it is also talking about bringing in other characters, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. I think they've already said that Wong was gonna be a part of this, which is awesome because if any of you guys seen the ending of Shang-Chi, especially the after credit, Wong is involved with the other Avengers especially since he is the Sorcerer Supreme, so I'm definitely looking forward to seeing all of them in She-Hulk. Now, talking about Marvel and Disney+, Plus, they have just announced a new Daredevil series in the works. And... Courtney Cox is coming back to play him now they already revealed that this will be a new but continued story on Daredevil so I don't know if they're going to adapt or change a few things because of course they can't go 100% with everything that's been going on they'll have to include the blip and everything else so my question is will certain characters stay dead will they be brought back? Will certain situations not have happened? It's going to be interesting to see what we have to pay attention and what we will have to forget. I'm very interested to see Daredevil connect with other street heroes for them to face off against the Kingpin for him being the big bad or somebody else. Again, we don't know what other characters will pop up and the original actors and actresses for both Luke Cage and Jessica Jones have been in a picture together and it looks like they may be back which would be awesome because both of them played their characters so well I am very happy that they have said they're going to recast Iron Fist because he was definitely my least favorite character and least favorite actor but again I am definitely looking forward to seeing Daredevil back especially in Hell's Kitchen with him being a lawyer heck he may show up in She-Hulk That'd be awesome, an episode dedicated to law, and both of them fighting against each other in law. That would be really fun, and it would be hilarious. Anyway, going back to another series with multiple characters, we're going to be talking about Doctor Who, and I am very excited about the new Doctor, and I am looking forward to him regenerating. And still complaining that he's not Ginger. It's going to be funny. And I'm excited to see the other Doctors come back. They've already shown that the 10th Doctor will be back with Donna. And I am looking forward to that because Donna is one of my favorite companions. And to see her reaction to the new Doctor. Especially with him being the first African Doctor. A Black Doctor. Actually, I can't say African American because he's not even American. But anyway will be awesome the first black doctor and i'm excited for it i mean he's been a woman he's been scottish he's been irish why not i mean we've already seen through the lore that they can regenerate and even switch genders so i am very excited to see how this new doctor will pizzazz us and with the original showrunner coming back it's going to be fun now I am really not a fan of the current Doctor, number 13, and it's not because of the actress, it's because of the writers and the current showrunner. I am so glad that the showrunner that is current is going to be leaving because he has done so many bad stories, not really built up anything, and it's really shown. A lot of people have turned off and a lot of people complain. Oh, it's because it's the female doctor. I'm like, no, it's because the showrunner and the writer suck. And I'm looking forward to seeing quality writers and seeing where everything goes. They've already announced that they're going to be using the same graphics and same methods as the Mandalorian when it comes to that show. And their graphics are amazing. Then again, you can have amazing graphics, but a terrible show and I'm looking forward to seeing quality back and seeing how his current companions react to him because it's going to be fun and I can't wait for all the adventures to happen. Also, I'm excited to see what other companions might show up or other doctors. Heck, if they can grab the 11th or the 12th back, that would be so much fun. Having all these doctors here for one big adventure. Heck, make it two hours. Make it three. I'll watch it. It's going to be fun. And with everything coming together, especially with David Tennant. Oh, it's going to be such a fun ride. Anyway... Moving on, and yes, I know we're still talking about TV shows, and that's because it has been a very, very eventful week. Now, we're going to be talking about now about The Boys, and it's an Amazon original series based off a comic book, and if you have not watched The Boys, would definitely not recommend them for little kids or teens, maybe adults, that season three has been released, and you have people and actors like Jason Ackles in the show playing Soldier Boy or whatever his name is anyway i'm looking forward to see how season three moves forward especially with homelander going crazy with no strings attached and nothing to hold him back honestly how the characters will kill destroy and the boys trying to fight back against the superhero tyranny since the regular methods will not work and now The playing field will be even, since now the boys will be given a drug that gives them superpowers for 24-7. So now with the playing field even, it's going to be interesting to see how everything works out. I am looking forward to it, and hopefully it keeps on the craziness that is the boys. Anyway, we're going to be moving on to movies now. And a trailer has released on one of my favorite series, The Predator, or their new name, The Prey. Now, this should be interesting because it takes place 300 years and will focus on a female protagonist this time, and she will be Native American. I'm excited to see where this movie takes us because now they don't have any technology, no fancy weapons barely any guns I mean heck they had the rifles but it took five minutes just to reload and those ball bearings are not going to be that accurate or may do nothing or even hurt the predator but maybe by a little but it takes about two three minutes to reload and the predator's weaponry is a lot more advanced and can fire a lot quicker than us Anyway, it's going to be interesting to see how this will continue, especially with the director being in charge of 10 Field Cloverfield Lane. Now, I get that a lot of people are complaining about the female protagonist or there being a female protagonist and calling it woke. Now, let me put something in perspective. The Predator hunts everybody his hands are rated e for everybody because he doesn't care what gender you are he is one of the most gender neutral killers as long as you have a weapon in hand he will kill you it doesn't matter now he does have some rules he doesn't kill pregnant women And this is the only reason because of that isn't because they're women. It's because they're holding the next generation and it gives him something to look forward to, to kill once that baby trains, once it gets older. So he's not going to kill somebody who's pregnant because that's going to destroy a future kill similar to hunters. If they're hunting a dove and they see that it's pregnant, they're not going to kill it because who knows, maybe give it about two, three years down the line, their baby comes up and becomes a buck something that they can look forward to attacking later on so like I said I'm excited to see a female protagonist because in the generations and the hundreds of years the predator has been around saying that none of in none of that time a female has been able to kill it is pretty dumb and like I said looking forward to it especially with them being Native American this time And heck, this may take place during the Civil War or Revolutionary War and it'll be fun because if any of you guys seen the original movie with Billy, he was Native American and he was in the military and was able to track the Predator, seeing that type of advancements with human skill come back will be awesome. And I am a sucker for a good Predator movie or Prey, but we need one. We definitely need a great movie because when it comes to this series, you can take place in any timeline, in any generation, and have it face off. And it gives you creative ocean, a creative ocean for you to do whatever you want. And I'm looking forward to that. Honestly, I am hoping, and this was canon in the video games, that it is a female predator because from the lore in the video game, which is canon, which is predator hunting grounds, they say that not only is the female more vicious, but it's a better hunter, similar to some species of bugs or animals where the female is the better hunter. So it should be interesting. And I'm so looking forward to how advanced these graphics are going to be because I saw the predators and I wasn't really impressed. So I'm hoping the seriousness comes back and the Predator just blows everyone away. Now one thing I'm hoping for because of the fact that this is going to continue with this series is this may help with another series go forward. Maybe the Alien series. I am hoping with the new Predator film and it becomes successful they go along with a new Alien film and make it just as good. Because when it comes to Alien, you can make it a horror movie. You can have several aliens and a crew trying to escape. You can make it an action film where there's hundreds of aliens. They're fighting back like the movie Aliens. The possibilities are endless and I'm looking forward to it. I know they mentioned something about a series, but I don't know if the budget or the writing will be able to give the series justice. Because honestly, I'm really not a fan of TV shows with going that route unless it's made with the love and care and they announce it's like six episodes because you know stuff is going to go down you know you're going to be on the edge and it's six episodes it's not 24 it's not 15 six or seven just like the limited series and it'd be great just to flesh out a few things and not make everything over dramatized Anyway, moving on, we also have a new Father of the Bride movie. Now this is going to be another remake of the remake with Steve Martin, and I'm not really that excited for it. I've seen the trailer and as much as I do like Andy Garcia, it really looks bad. It doesn't seem to have the same charm. It really seems like a crash a cash grab and I am such a big sucker for the Steve Martin films. I've never actually seen the original movies, but I'm really hoping it does good. But then again, I could be wrong, and it's coming to HBO Max. So either way, I'll see it. And if I have to turn it off within the first 20 minutes, I'm going to be very disappointed. Anyway, moving on, we're going to be talking about an interesting movie coming out, part of DC's animated series called Green Lantern beware my power. Now, this new Green Lantern movie is going to be very interesting because Jon Stewart is the main character. And this time around, none of the big three are there. No Wonder Woman, no Superman, and not even Batman. This movie has heroes like Green Arrow, Martian Manhunter, Hawkgirl and vixen and this should be interesting because this should be one of the very few if not only dc animated movies with none of the big three a part of it as much as i do like batman as much as i do like superman and wonder woman they're always attached to another hero in these things and it sucks because this doesn't allow any other heroes to be fleshed out it really doesn't it's like oh it's another batman film Look at Justice League Dark. You had Batman tagging along with other characters like Constantine, Satana, Swamp Thing, Deadman, and it wasn't needed. I'm looking forward to see where this goes, and I'm really hoping this movie does well and shows that other heroes should be given movies. And like I said, Jon Stewart is one of my favorite characters, and he's actually going to be facing off against who is he facing off against? Sinestro. That's right, the Sinestro Corps. So. Hopefully, this movie does well. I'm going to be looking forward to it when it drops on HBO Max. And who knows? Maybe they'll continue with that. Maybe we'll get a Constantine movie or another Constantine movie or even better. Maybe we'll get movies about other obscure characters because it'd be great. Heck, one person I'm waiting for, for them to make an animated or live action, is Static Shock. Come on, DC. Get on that. Static Shock the movie. Heck, I know I don't know if any of you guys have seen the show from the early 2000s, but it was the bomb and definitely had some great writing behind it. Anywho, that's it for the movie portion of the show, and we're going to be moving on to video games. Now, I don't know if any of you guys have been paying attention to the whole EA drama, but one good news has come out of that, and that is the new title for the new Fallen Order sequel, which is going to be Star Wars. Jedi Survivor. Now, this should be interesting because this is going to continue the story of Cal Kestis, and we don't know what enemies he might face. He already faced off against the Sisters Inquisitors, and who knows what's next. The last time we saw him, he was escaping Darth Vader. So maybe he'll face off against Darth Vader again, but we know he's not going to win because that's an unwinnable fight. We already know what happens to Darth Vader, so maybe he'll be exploring the universe, fighting other characters. Expanding the lore. Maybe we'll be able to go to Mandalore. Maybe we'll meet other characters from the series. Because we know Mandalorian, the man Mando, Mandalorian was a part doing bounty hunters, even within the Empire. Maybe we'll meet Cad Bane, other characters. One character I'm definitely looking forward to, and I really hope he shows up is Hondo Onaka. Heck, we might even find uh characters from the Rebel series. Who knows? it should be fun and I cannot wait to see where this wild ride takes us. I'm really hoping they're able to produce DLC for this game because it was such a great game and I'm looking forward to see where this new story takes us. Maybe Cal will find love? Who knows? I'm actually looking forward to him popping up in any of the other series because he definitely has a fan base and is one of the best Star Wars characters they've created in a long time. Well, okay maybe not a long time but during that time because all we had is let's see who we had Poe Ray and they're not really the best characters especially Rose Ugh. I can't believe they made a character worse than Jar Jar Binks anyway moving on we're going to be talking about Death by Daylight now I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with that series, but it is fantastic. Going on almost six or seven years strong, and they're now coming out with a mobile version. Now, I know a lot of people will be like, oh my god, they're making a mobile game. It's going to be terrible. But honestly, this may be like Call of Duty, where this is an extension you're able to play with console players, which would be great because Death by Daylight is such a fun game. And they have so many awesome characters, original characters, and even movie characters. Freddy Krueger, Stranger Things, Michael Myers, Scream, Saw. And many others. And for them to be able to link that to mobile, I'm looking forward to it. Heck, they just announced that they're releasing a new Resident Evil DLC, and they announced for another original character. So they're going strong. And the best part about it is that they're continuing to update the game. They're not releasing a new Dead by Daylight 2. Death by Daylight 3, like any other game. They're just updating the original game so anyone can pop on it. And so what? If they create Death by Daylight 2, seven years after the original, I'll buy it because it's seven years. It's taken the time to upgrade and everything. And they've been updating the original game for that long as well. It's not going to be something like Overwatch where they change nothing and just slap a two on there to make more money. Dead by Daylight has been giving us consistent awesomeness in DLC content and definitely looking forward to supporting them in any way we can. Now, talking about epicness, WB Warner Brothers has released their multiverse trailer. Now, I don't know if any of you guys have seen it, but it is fantastic. It has given us a slew of characters, showed them that they have the original voice actors for most of them, and they're just having fun. Kevin Conroy as Batman Uh, I forgot what his name is but with Shaggy not to mention Bugs Bunny Tasmanian Devil the girl from Game of Thrones having her original voice actress and other characters and the best part about it is that they went Shaggy showing Super Saiyan we have memed him into having powers and they responded by giving it to him and it should be really funny And for us to make a meme a reality, it's going to be amazing. And the trailer was wacky. You had so many characters coming in. You had Cartoon Network characters as well. And I believe they're expanding their mantra, expanding the characters that they're able to use from past. Heck, we might even get Yogi Bear or any other characters. And one of my favorite parts of the trailer was at the end where Superman shows up and he says, it looks like a job for an Iron Giant shows up and says superman seeing superman and the iron giant team up was amazing now i don't know if any of you guys have seen the iron giant movie i'm not gonna spoil anything but recommend watching it because his goal during the movie was to become superman was to become a hero and having him show up and team up with superman is just amazing now the trailer did a great job of building up the hype and i hope they succeed Because with them having the voice actors back, it shows that they're doing a lot more than another brawl, a Nick All-Star brawl. Because when it comes to the Nickelodeon's version, they don't have any of the voice actors, and it just seems a little dead and lazy. Speaking of which, that's actually our next topic. Now, Nick has released the new characters coming out for their brawl. And it's going to be XJ9, Hugh Neutron, and Rocco. Now, the one thing I find funny about this is the fact when it comes to the characters from Jimmy Neutron, you would figure that they would put Jimmy Neutron first before anyone else. But because Hugh Neutron's popularity, his memes, his wackiness has grown up with us, he's actually getting put first so it proves that with memes and popularities with some characters they'll be pushed forward than the actual main characters and honestly if you watch a compilation of Hugh Neutron and Jimmy Neutron he's just hilarious but one character I'm also excited to see again is XJ9 since it's been a while since we've had anything in the media about her and the fact that it's good to see her since I used to love watching my life as a teenage robot. Now, I'm really hoping that they get the original voice actors or actresses for a lot of these characters because, like I said before, they seem lifeless. It doesn't feel the same way, unlike how WB's new multiverse game is showing, with how fun it would be having these characters say wacky stuff to each other. And I really hope it's not a money thing, but. I'm just hoping they'll just update it with everything else because they do have a slew of awesome characters and be great for them to be done justice. Anyway, speaking of interesting games, we're actually going to be talking about a little bit about the new Greedfall game. Yes, they have announced Greedfall 2. Now, I did play the first one and I wasn't really impressed. I enjoyed it a little bit, but wasn't something I kept trying to go back to. And I honestly never finished it, so I know there's a lot of people hoping that they'll add more mechanics, more story, and maybe more DLC to it. So who knows? Maybe this new Greedfall game will blow everybody away. But it was definitely something I was not expecting. I was expecting more of a DLC, but hopefully they're able to take this game into new heights. Now, speaking of games that was unexpected, Norman Reedus, yes, the man from The Walking Dead, might have leaked that they're making a Death Stranding 2. Now, when it comes to very interesting and weird games, Death Stranding, it definitely falls into that category just because no one was expecting a walking simulator. No one was expecting the crazy plot Heck, I had to play that game a couple times just to figure out what was happening. It felt like I was watching a Christopher Nolan movie, especially his newest one, Tenet, where you're like, I watched everything and I still have no idea what's going on. I hope that it is true. I hope this game just Follows through with the craziness, the loopiness, and even the walking trips. Because some of those walking trips, delivering some of those packages were just super hard, complicated. And if you had no idea what you're doing, you just fell and then a baby comes back. No idea. Anyway, looking forward to it. Definitely looking forward to seeing where the story takes and if we're going to go beyond America. Now, going forward, we actually going to talk about a new mod now this mod is going to be very interesting because if you guys love the simpsons this mod is for you now i don't know how many of you guys have played the god of war games but the newest one the one made back in 2018 has a mod that changes some of the characters into simpsons characters for kratos you have homer simpson for bart you have him playing atreus and for boulder you have ned flanders as the big bad and having these characters just fight it out God of War style is just so much fun and will give a new experience when you replay the game. Or heck, if you haven't even played the game, just play it like this. It just seems fun and you'll just catch up to see what the heck is everyone doing. Honestly, it seems like a fun ride and it just seems like it's just gonna get funnier with the Simpsons characters. I don't know who else they're gonna put in there. Heck, we might see Marge, we might see Oh, what's the dude's name? The evil dude with all the money. Mr. Burns? Who knows? I'm looking forward to it, and heck, I'll watch the gameplay for anybody else who might be wanting to play it. Anyway, that's it for mostly the video games. Now onto everyone's favorite subject, current events. Now, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but in recent events, a federal judge has stopped the current presidential administration from ending Title 42, which basically lets a lot of the southern states or any state just deport illegal immigrants. Now, I saw that a lot of support was given to this law by both sides, and both talk about how the border problem is just going to grow bigger and bigger if nothing is there to really replace it. In my opinion, I think they need to update their immigration laws or ways to become immigrants. A lot of times, those who want to go the legal route have to wait such a long time. And even then further, I believe that it should be updated because it has been so long since the rules have been updated that it needs to be modernized. I'm not saying it should be easier, but it should be simpler to become a citizen and until then we're not gonna have peace we're just gonna keep on trying to fight a losing battle on stopping all legal immigration because we're not gonna solve that until we look at the actual problem on how someone becomes a citizen anyway moving on from that We're actually also going to talk about Finland and Sweden. They have officially put their applications in to be a part of NATO. And this should be interesting to see Russia's response since they have threatened both countries with retaliation. Just recently, I believe Finland will no longer be able to receive Russian gas because of them putting in their application. Sure, it may hurt them financially, But honestly, this might hurt Russia since Russia is losing a lot of money and their rubles has been dropping faster than throwing a a rock in a well. And it should be interesting to see if Russia launches an attack on both countries. Honestly, it should be interesting to see if they launch an attack on Sweden because unlike the other two countries, Sweden has a lot of different countries' money and a lot of rich people's money as well. So if Russia starts attacking them, That may cause all the other countries to jump in and fight Russia. Heck, China might jump into the swing and fight Russia. Who knows? But once they attack Sweden, oh, it's going to be a free-for-all. It is definitely going to be something to watch. Anyway, I believe that's it for current events. So thank you guys for watching and thank you guys for listening. Now, again, I'm only going to be doing one episode per week. So always look forward to that. Make sure to turn on your notifications and also look forward to any of the new stuff that I'll be putting out. And hopefully by this time, when I upload this episode, my new logo is ready because the recent one they did, was kind of creepy and I'm hoping it will be fixed. Anyway, that's it for today's podcast. Goodbye, good night, and have a blessed day. This has been Fwent Chat with Johnny Fwent logging off.